coming to you from the pit in Royal Grande, California. Your hosts, John Hackleman and Dr. James Casper. It's time for Pitmaster and the Doc. We're starting. La 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 la. Hey guys, Pitmaster here. I'm here with the Doc. John, good to have you back. Bing. Let me just say, we've had we had a we had a crazy uh, week because he was at water polo with his daughter all week. Let me, I remember what? those days. What? I remember those days. I remember those days. You, we sacrifice so much for the kids. They don't even realize. I mean, it is it is kind of exciting when you go watch your kid play water polo or soccer or swimming. But it's, but, it's but before you get there. Let me just set the stage. It's forty degrees. Yeah, no, for for California, that's cold. And it's raining, like, sideways. It was raining pretty bad. It was in San Jose. And then you're sitting at the poolside watching water polo, and you're cold. You can't feel too bad, though, because they're in the pool. <laughs> I think they're all pretty hot because they're working out. But but it's fun. You know, it's right. It's You're right. It's fun to go see your kids participate it is, in sports. It is. It's fun. And I think they realize what you're doing for them. I don't think they do. I think they do. I don't, I, well, you're farther along in life. I am farther along in my, and to be honest, like, my parents never went and watched me perform, like, when I was a kid, and I just never thought twice about it. It's like, I didn't, I never once thought, oh, my mom's not at my karate tournament. I just never thought that. I just didn't think parents came. Now I realize that I have a karate school. They do, but I always thought, I still to this day think I had the best mom and the best dad in the world, but it's, I guess it's all perception and, and context, etc. But anyway... I was in Hawaii all week. Um, it was just a, it was a vacation that was like it was planned for for months ago. It didn't work out, and we were gonna lose the. It was a prepaid vacation. We would have lost it if we didn't go within like by March. So we went in in February, and we had a great time in Hawaii. It was like just you know nothing special. We just went. We saw a bunch of friends. We hung out. We ate. The delicacies of only only if you're if you're not from Hawaii, you don't understand the delicacies of Hawaii. Um, Tell me, I'm not from Hawaii. Well, you get you get spam. You got you got two scoops of rice with every meal and macaroni salad. Let me just tell you, there's there's things like there's uh, loco moco, which is this delicious big hamburger patty with with brown gravy and eggs on top of it on a bed of rice. I mean, the delicacies of Hawaii are, they're gourmet to the oomph degree. I, I can't even tell you the delicacies of Hawaii. And You, you I, mentioned Spam as a delicacy? Of course it is. Did you eat Spam while you were there? What do you, fry it like, it's like Vegemite? What you can it? fry it or just eat it out of the can. Or you could put it on some, on some rice and then wrap it around like duct tape with, with seaweed. They call it nori in Hawaii. And then you have a spam musubi. You can't go wrong. The kids even had, this is what the kids had. They had spam, they had a uh, spam musubi. They had uh, a loco moco. And they had a, a slush float. 
Have you ever had a slush float? No. Oh my god, it's like it's like shaved ice in a cup that you can drinkable shaved ice with ice cream put in it. Oh, I haven't even seen that. Oh in God, way. it's it's a delicacy. You, you ask for a slush float next time you go there. Got to be on Oahu too. I mean, I don't even know the very the other islands very well. I, you know, I go to the big islands sometimes because my mom lives there now. But like Kauai and and Maui and I don't even think those are really have the culture as much. I think those are more like tourist spots. I, I've never. I think I went to Maui once and Kauai once when I was a kid. Those are tourist spots. That's where I've been. Yeah, those are like tourist <laughs> spots. That you don't get the full, you don't get the full immersing of the culture. You don't immerse in the culture as well if you go to Kauai or or uh, or um, Maui. I think you need to go to Honolulu, and you need to go like you have to go to Kalihi or Moilili or Kamiki or Palolo. You have to go to one of the inside. You have to go inside the giant. Inside the giant, you have to go inside of it, inside the dragon, in something, inside something. You have to go in the the city and and live like a local. Eat some local food. Make sure you avert your gaze if some locals look at you though, because then it's they're gonna they're gonna say what, bry? You like beef? They're gonna think you want to fight. So if you're looking at if you're walking like in a locals look walking, just look down real quick. Okay, I'm just telling you. Just FYI. That's something you don't do. No, I don't because <laughs> for a lot of reasons. But you should, by the way. But anyway, it was a great. It was a great. Uh, it was a great week, and I'm sure you had a great week watching watching little Mad Dog play uh, water polo. I, I I can't imagine sitting there in forty. It was cold. Um, Hawaii, check it out. Hawaii. There's like 60-foot waves on the North Shore. I missed cool. it by a day. 60-foot waves, and there's trees falling down because the winds are so strong. Do the surfers come out just for that? Do they come out or go in? I mean, do they come out to that area to go surf when the surf gets I think big? the crazy psycho ones do. They do. They come, they come from all over when the waves get nuts. They even get dropped in by, like, helicopter just so they can ride that one 60-foot wave, and it's... it's I can't even imagine it, but I've never seen a sixty-foot wave, and and I know, I have no desire to see one in person. I'll I'll watch it on YouTube, and I'm I'm good. But anyway, so we had a great week. We're back now, and we want to talk about a couple of things. Um, you know, it was in Hawaii, and I just missed him. Uh, um, Anthony John Rumble Johnson was there. You know, I just missed him. He was there on a, I think some kind of convention. But let me just tell you guys, for you guys that don't believe that there's a God, let me tell you how, how I know 100% for sure there's a God. Okay, who my, my favorite fighter in the world, besides any of my pit fighters, okay? Garcia, okay? He retired, and... Um, and I thought I'd never see him fight again. Um, he's fighting in in uh, in uh, in bare bare knuckle fights now. One of my favorite fighters of all times, right? And um, I thought, you know, he retired, Garcia, um, from uh, he was over at uh, over at um, Jackson's, 
What's Garcia? Who? Yeah. Um. 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 Leonard Garcia. What? I mean, he was one of the best, most exciting fighters in the UFC, and um, he uh, he retired, and you never thought you'd see Leonard Garcia fight again. And now he's fighting bare knuckled. He was fighting out of a match in uh, in um, in Cancun, Mexico, and he won by knockout. I think it was knockout. He, I I was watching the fight, and the guy was pretty damn cut up. Um, but he, he's back, so now we can watch him bare knuckle. And one of the boring things was when you watched Leonard Leonard fight, you wanted that to be that's a stand up fight. You don't want to watch Leonard going to the ground. It's just it's like. It's 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 like watching uh, Damian Maya standing up. You just don't want to. You don't care about seeing that. You want to watch Damian Maya on someone's back, and you want to watch Leonard Garcia standing up. So, um, he's back, and and he was. It was a real. It was kind of an exciting fight. Uh, watching that wet card, there was a uh, Joe Riggs fought. Remember Joe Riggs from the UFC? He fought, and there was a couple of. Uh, there was a couple of uh, fighters from MMA that are making the trans uh, the transfer into uh, into uh, bare knuckle fights. So it was pretty exciting. One guy broke his hand, which is pretty common in bare knuckle boxing, and that's why there is no more bare knuckle boxing. Well, it's coming back, but that's why they did away with bare knuckle boxing and they put the gloves on in the first place. So I don't really I don't know where that's gonna go. I love to watch Leonard Garcia fight, but people break their hands bare knuckle fighting, and they're kind of cheating. They they have like half a wrap on their hand, um, so it's not really bare knuckle fighting. Why is it? Why would you want to have bare knuckle fighting as opposed to fighting with minimal gloves? Aren't the gloves more to protect your hands so you can hit harder? Yeah, yeah, but you can't say bare knuckle fighting. So, so it's the word. Yeah, it's just it's the word. Of if anything, up. real fight fans, just, I, I don't know, the UFC glove, didn't that evolve just... It, it did. Didn't they start with no gloves? Yeah, but then what are you going to call it? Small glove fights? <laughs> I mean, bare knuckle <laughs> fighting sounds so much more... Minimal glove fighting? Yeah, minimal uh, gloves light. I don't know what, <laughs> what else they would call it, but... Um, well, bare knuckle fighting sounds cool, but I'm just wondering why why the push for that. Other yeah, than it I don't know, it's, cool. it's come back. And I think it's a, I think it's a, I think it's an avenue for ex fighters, MMA fighters to, to go to, to explore. Beltran, Joey Beltran was fighting. He was never he was never gonna climb the ladder of a UFC because he was just a slugger. He wasn't really much on the ground. Not great not great on defending the takedown. A guy like Joe Riggs, he was actually really good at takedowns and on the ground too. But I, so but he also loved to slug. So uh, Joe Riggs. Um, and, and, and Leonard Garcia, it was made for Leonard Garcia. Bare knuckle fighting was made for Leonard Garcia to stand up and just bang. Uh, I wish the rules would change a little bit. I wish there was knees and maybe elbows allowed and maybe a little more clinching, but there's not. It's just basically boxing without gloves for the most part. The, the rules are a little different, but it's basically boxing with, without any gloves. Less, like, less brain trauma. Yeah, I think, there, his, I think you can't hit as hard with no gloves on. Yeah, probably. so I think I think I think I think the trade off is more broken hands, more cuts because a bare knuckle will cut your face easier than a glove will. 
but you won't get the constant head trauma because you can't hit to the head quite as hard. So I think it's a fair trade. Um, I, it was interesting to watch. It, was, it, it, wasn't, it wasn't something I'd be paying for pay-per-view for bare-knuckle fights, but it was definitely interesting. It was on YouTube, so check it out. Leonard Garcia is back. There is a God. That's all, that's all I can say. Well, all the stuff you we see in the emergency room from a what we call a closed fist injury is from bare-knuckle fighting in the street. And it's usually when someone hits someone else in the mouth with all the bacteria that you have in your mouth and you cut your hand open, you can get really nasty infections. So we see those terrible, terrible hand infections from bare-knuckle fighting in the street. But the other guy is not wearing a mouth guard. So I don't know in bare-knuckle fighting if they have to wear upper and lower mouth guard or... But yeah. they're definitely wearing a mouth guard. I, I'm not sure about that. Um, I saw some vicious cuts. So the knuckles were causing some vicious cuts. Unless it was, where, where did you see it on? Where did they? It was on YouTube. Okay. On YouTube. Look for bare knuckle fighting. It was out of Cancun. And it was last week. So Leonard Garcia is back. In bare knuckle fighting, there is a God. For anyone that thinks, oh, there's no God. Oh, show me. Show me, God. <laughs> Give me a sign. The fucking sign is here. Leonard Garcia is back. Bare knuckle fighting. Some people's sign is, you know, they see a rainbow or they see a dove fly off after someone they know dies. Yours is you see a fighter that you thought you'd never Le- see a fighter. Leonard yet. Garcia is hey, back. God presents himself in different ways. God is God is great. And, and let me just tell you, thank you, God, and thank you, Leonard Garcia, for coming back. All right. I'll check it out. So anyway... What else we got? We got some UFCs that, that were transpired. This is a pay-per-view. Pay-per-view. It this should not have been a pay-per-view. Pay-per-view light. Pay-per-view <laughs> cheap. It should have been cheaper. Uh, it was cheap, but it wasn't inexpensive. So, so I think they moved someone up to the main card that was not on the main card. Yeah, it was Sam Alvey, I think. I think it was this co-main. Oh, really? Lando? I don't know. I thought that was on a prelim, but I don't remember. I thought it was Sam, Sam Alvey. But oh, anyway. maybe Sam Alvey bumped up yeah. from the prelim. Yeah, he might have been on the prelim with Jimmy Crute. Yeah. But, uh, so okay. fights from Australia. And with uh, some notable Australian missing, he ended up having surgery. Yeah. Robert Whitaker got some kind of... said a hernia at first, but then it didn't sound like a hernia. It was, sound, it was like an emergency surgery. He was having surgery, I think, the night of the fights. Yeah, it didn't sound like a, I don't I don't think if you have a emergency hernia unless you have like a you can have an incarcerated bowel which is an emergency yeah, and that yeah or you could have some kind of herniated uh, you know you could have something but uh, your abdominal hernia usually is an emergency fly you to the ER do emergency surgery so I'm not sure what it was it sounded like some kind of bowel obstruction or yeah you could have had incarcerated hernia and a bowel obstruction yeah. Which is definitely emergency. Yeah, and and it, 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 that must have been it because his sounded, I mean, he was an. And you wonder if that's pain. related to a weight cut or what that is dehydration. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't think so. I mean, I just I don't see the two going together. But who knows? Who knows? All I know is I hope he gets better. I think he's a great fighter and a great competitor. So yeah. that was supposed to be the five round fight on this card. Yeah. So they bumped up uh, Anderson Silva and Israel. Um, to the to the main event they didn't want to make it a five rounder which was fine i wish it was a five rounder it should have been 
should have been. It was the main event, but but since it was a last minute main event, you know, I, I don't know what the difference would have been. There shouldn't have been that much difference. In I it. think the fight would have ended. Might have ended rather than a decision. Might have actually ended. Um, but think I think so? the outcome would have been the same. Wait, you think there would have been a knockout? There. Well, I just there could have been. Yeah, I I, I think I mean, the way Anderson Silva stands there with his hands down, <laughs> and takes some shots, it certainly could have been. I think. Israel still would have won. Yeah, I think it would have been a decision. And I think I think it would have been two more rounds of a, a really entertaining. I thought it was a really entertaining fight. It was it was uh, it was a fight I definitely like saying. Uh, I think they showed tremendous skills, especially Anderson, because Israel coming in already had the hype and he had, you know, everybody knew he was great. But a lot of people are starting to think uh, Anderson was on his way down. He's 43? 43, I think, yeah. Man, he's like 20 years old. He's almost twice his age, I think. This this was unbelievable. He, he looks so good. His timing, his speed. His ability to dodge some of uh, Israel's strikes, especially kicks, was great. He ducked under him like he was bobbing and weaving under He leaned hooks. back, too. Leaned back for some uh, roundhouse kicks and just got out of the way. They have similar styles. I know that neither one of them wanted to be compared to the other guy, but it yeah, was an entertaining fight. For it was sure. a yeah, it was definitely entertaining. I think I think what it showed me was uh, uh, Israel is great, but I already knew that uh, Anderson is not back, but he's not gone. He hasn't gone anywhere. He's he's still there in the mix, and both of them have a shit ton of. Uh, sportsmanship and respect so that's what that fight showed me he did i think israel definitely comes off a little cocky yeah but so, but so does so does henderson especially in his in his prime i think they both have a different way of uh i think they have a very entertaining way of, of selling fights and I, I don't think they're disrespectful like colby covington or some of the other guys yelling disrespectful things i think they're just very showboaty and flamboyant and and but they, they both back it up and i don't think they're they're very disrespectful like some of the guys they're not spouting disrespectful things i think they're just both really funny yeah so the good good main event should good have been event. a main event should have had five rounds yeah should have so had five rounds they so and they lost their five round championship fight yeah still a pay-per-view yeah um what other fights on this card caught your attention um, I liked, okay, let's talk about the, the first fight, Jimmy Crute versus Sam Alvey, Smiling Sal, Sam. That one was, it was basically a one-sided beating. Um, Jimmy Crute, I mean, concussed him with a hard right hand, concussed him, where he was wobbling and he fell. Um, Jimmy decided not to follow him. He actually let him back up, which was a mistake. He should have at least followed him until the referee stopped it. But he backed off. Sam started to get up again, still wobbly. Uh, Jimmy got him back to the ground and started pounding him. Um, Sam Alvey was covering up, kind of fetalish position, but he gave the referee the thumbs up, which means absolutely nothing in striking. It means you, the only time you're supposed to use the thumbs up is if the guy has a choke on you and you tell the referee, oh, I can breathe, you're giving a thumbs up. But if your punches are flying your way and you're not intelligently defending yourself, you're just covering up like this, uh, 
and not even trying to better your position, then the thumbs up means nothing. The referee is specific in, in, the, in the dressing room before the fight. Thumbs up means nothing. If you're getting punched in the face, you need to move out of that position and intelligently defend yourself. And they make it really clear. Covering like this is not intelligently defending yourself. So Mark Goddard did the right thing by stopping that fight. Because number one, Sam Alvey was concussed 10, 15 seconds before he stopped it. So he had, a, he, had a, he had brain damage. He got concussed. The way he was rocked, his body movements, he was concussed. And now he's taking more punches. Most of them are, are being blocked by his arms, but he wasn't like intelligently moving or blocking. He was just covering up, waiting for those knockout punches to land. Putting your thumbs up does not say I'm okay. What it's saying is... I don't know what it's saying. It's saying, I'm about to get knocked the fuck out. So, I think Mark Goddard did the right thing. Um, Sam Alvey, I love him. Smiling Sam. But that fight should have been stopped. And if you didn't want to stop, you should have been moving, getting into a better position, or at least somehow intelligently defending yourself. Because this is not intelligently defending yourself. Alright? What do you think about that? Yeah, I, did, I, I agree. Was Sam, I didn't see that fight. Was he upset with the stoppage? Yeah, did he, he was. Did he stop smiling? Because he's always smiling. He, he was half smiling, but half like, he was complaining about the stoppage. But if you, if you read the, the rule books or listen to the rules before, uh, before the fights, or common sense. Common sense says if you just got dropped hard, you were concussed. Now you're on the ground taking more punishment and not trying to get into a better position, you need to be stopped. The fight needs to be stopped. How, I mean, what are you going to argue and say, what are you going to say? I, was, I, was, I wasn't getting hurt. I wasn't just knocked out, you know, 10 seconds before. What, what, I don't see what you can say to, to prove Mark Goddard wrong because he was right. So, bing. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, all right. The other fights, uh, Landau... That was kind of a disappointing fight, not for Landau, but for Marcus, uh, Marcus uh, Moreno. Um, uh, Lando did everything right. I think he's, a, I think he's definitely going to, he's one of the most talented fighters out there, Lando uh, Venata. Uh, he's just so talented. But he fought Marcus, who looked like he was going to do really well. He's like 6'1", he's a 155-pounder, he's really tall, long limbs. But he had he, he got on the bottom and he like he was in he uh, Lando was in his guard, but it looked like he didn't know what to do and he just kind of kept a closed guard. Then he opened it, then he closed it, but he didn't defend. He didn't attack, and he just kept getting pounded and the and uh, and the fight was stopped. Um, I think he he eventually put him in a. I think it was I think it was a Kimura. He finally put him in, but. I think I, I just don't think Marcus knew what to do when he was on his back, and he's had a bunch of fights. So that was that was kind of I mean that was kind of uh, surprising that he just had absolutely no defense against uh, Lando, who's really good, but it just didn't look like he knew what he was doing on his back, and and he got caught. Um, 
So anyway, that was that fight. And then Yaya. Yaya against Ricky Simone. Yaya's uh, a jiu-jitsu guy, right? Yeah, and, and he did a really good job uh, of, uh, of, of defending. But si- he did, Simon did. Well, Yaya, Yaya did a good job of defending, but he didn't, he didn't really go after a win. And Simon did a good job of defending and offending, and that's the difference. Uh, it looked like, it looked like uh, Yaya was just in there to not lose, and Simon was actually in there to win. I think, I think Simon got like, and Yaya's the, the grappler of the two, but I think Simon got four takedowns and two knockdowns. He would knock him down and then just let him get up. He did, but the and then he took him down and let him get up. But towards the end, he was uh, he took him down a few times and actually stayed down and landed landed some strikes and then got back up. He did he, in the last minute. I think he was had a little more confidence to uh, try to strike with because uh, yeah, yeah, he wanted to just be on his back right. or at least draw something into a grappling he, exchange. He was not trying to win. He was just trying not to just, lose. Yeah, it was not a very exciting fight because of that. Yeah, but. and Ricky Ricky showed a lot. He showed. He took he took down the grappler four times he did, and didn't get caught up in anything. No, no, he knew he knew when to stay down. He threw a couple of strikes and then he got back up. Um, he did a really good job. Avoided every takedown that Yaha had. Yaya, what do Yaya? Yeah, I guess yeah. Yeah, Yaya. Uh, he he defended every takedown that Yaya had had, and had four of his own. So he did a really good. He put on a really good performance. He deserved that decision. It was pretty decisive. Oh, it was decision. a one. I think it was he had very a, one-sided. I think he had a thirty twenty-five from one of the judges. Yeah, it was super one-sided. Unlike Israel and Anderson, that was a lot closer. That was a one-point fight, and and I think I think Anderson it needed to go more rounds. That that should have been a five rounder. I felt a little yeah. It needed to go far. If if it's not a five rounder, you don't even have one five rounder on the card. Why is the price the same? <laughs> well, maybe they'll make up for it. In the next pay-per-view, there's supposed to be two championship five-round fights. Thank God. Okay, that'll make up for so it. they got to make wait. up for it on the next one, maybe. Yeah. For the diehard fans. What about Ricky Simon's hair? Do you ever have hair like that? No, I wouldn't. He had never. like a mane of hair going... It wasn't a mane. That was... Shaved on the side. It was, you could call it a mullet, maybe. That was a mullet. It was wannabe. maybe it was a terrible. Joe Dirt hairdo, but... That was rude Joe Dirt. It was terrible. <laughs> but he had this hair that just kept going down his, the back. I think he liked his hair. Uh, he shouldn't have. Anyway. Shame on you. Shame <laughs> on you for your hair. You did a great job in the fight. But anyway. I think his hair is going to receive mixed reactions. So, what I got from this fight was, my takeaway of that of this weekend was, uh, um, Anderson Silva is still fucking great. Anderson Silva is still great. He, he took someone, Israel, who just beats on other people, knocks them out, makes them look bad. And he took him to a close decision. He proved he's still in the top tier of of the of the middleweights. Talk I about inter- these two guys too facing off entertaining fights, similar sick. styles, uh, striking. It was it was it just was. Uh, and then Anderson the way he just puts his guard down and it tries. Was. He tried to get him to come against the fence. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> do you remember that? Yeah. He tried to get him to come against Spence. Anderson just stood there with his hands down, like, come hit me. And he, mi- he missed that flying knee, and they held onto the fence. And so <laughs> he, he's, they're both so inter- And they're both so entertaining when, like, uh, when, uh, when Israel, like, did that. I mean, they're both, I think, you could call it showboating to a degree, but I think it's, it's entertaining as shit, and I love watching it. And I, I think it proved, more than anything, Israel's great, okay, 
But Anderson is at forty fucking three. Anderson is still a force to be reckoned reckon with. And he didn't still, retire either after that fight. No, he's he's, he's definitely leaving the door open to fight in Brazil. I don't think he's gonna retire. And I think he's gonna. I think we'll see him fight in Brazil. Yeah. Oh, that'd be great. And then the other thing is, there is a god. Leonard Garcia is fighting in 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 bare knuckle fighting now. That's what he was made for. He's like. Out of the womb, he, he was a bare-knuckle fighter. Every one of his MMA fights, it, it yelled, I don't want to get, I don't want to take down, I don't want to get taken down, I just want to bang. And now he can do that in bare-knuckle boxing. There is a God, thank you. So how did, the, how did that fight go? I, 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 we'll have to, it, I have to see it. I, I know he beat the shit out of the guy. Uh, and I how know long do those fights go? What? I'm just imagining how long those fights go. They're, they're, uh, I think most of them were five two-minute rounds. Five with one-minute rounds. Round, with one-minute rest. Wow. I'll and che- it's a I'll whole it different... Re- like, you can do a tight clinch with one arm. It's like with weird rules. So, but no the, knees? You can't knee, you can't elbow. You can just punch, but then you wrap like part of your hand, but, but not no, your whole not. hand. So it's kind of... It seems like it limits the striking against somebody's head because if you can't throw an elbow, you can't throw a knee, and your fist is a bare fist, you're only going to hit someone in the head so hard with a bare fist. Right, but you're allowed to wrap up to here. So it does support a lot of your metacarpals. So it's a lot better than nothing, but not as good as a glove. I doubt they have any hand surgeons uh, endorsing the bare-knuckle fighting league, but... Well, is there any neurosurgeons <laughs> endorsing <laughs> don't any they kind have of fighting? A, don't they have them at the they have a, Yeah, they have There's a, one of them. One of them does. Yeah. Well, I don't know if he endorses it or he just is there, like, <laughs> trying to help. Like, you don't endorse homelessness, but you want to help the guys. I think he just wants to help these poor fighters because every time a neurosurgeon or a neurologist probably watches the fight, every time they hit the head, he probably goes, oh, shit. There's a big debate in our orthopedic sports medicine about football and whether as doctors we should go and support these events because there's so many injuries, concussions, CTE, never mind all the orthopedic injuries, that having doctors there at the sideline kind of supports the continuation of this event. And then there's, it's, it's, it's split it's, it in our society. It might societies. be, but let me just say, if you're a male orthopedic surgeon... Watching a football game where there's there's breaking and, and there's injuries and, and CTE, etc. But at least those fucking guys are banging each other. But then you have to go watch soccer and they're breaking their leg and hurting their knees and shit too. But, but they're wimpy for the most part. So I don't know. At least when you go watch the real guys fighting and, and playing football, at least you're, you're going, you know, I don't know, just a little more, no? No, I, you're just going a different direction. But I just think as a physician, you know, we're supposed to do no harm. So. And you're supposed to, you took the, you the took vertical the yeah. oath, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. I think that's what they call it. So what is it called? The, hip, it, the Hippocratic it, Oath, yeah. Okay, whatever. 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 <laughs> they don't have one of those for nurses? They don't have a <laughs> we Hippocratic take, We hip, take the Hippocratical <laughs> Oath. Because if you, you, take if you the, look at it, most nurses <laughs> are on the break smoking outside but anyway, so that was good. Good fights this week. We're looking for some great ones. We're back now. Things are gonna be. Don't forget, guys. This is the best podcast in the world. Share it. All right. All right. Till next time, John. See you.